This week with our weekly podcast here, the Big Gold Belt. Um, things may look a little different. We're just trying some new looks, new graphics, new feel, make things a little bit more interactive for everybody. So bear with us as we get this all legit. Um, but um, I'm the host, Two Chains, and I got the whole team with me tonight, including the return of uh, Jamal off of his tour of the world. Uh, we'll have to ask about a little bit about how that was, but uh. Hill, hot take. Hill Will is here along with my man <laughs> Silly Sellers. How y'all fellas doing? Doing good, man. Pretty good. Uh, What's well, going on? What's going on? Another another exciting week as it always is around here. Right on. Um, first off, yeah, like I said, Jamal, how was the trips, man? Uh, you've been all around the world. Any uh, any any suggestions, feedback for the for for the fans? Um. Yeah, I mean, suggestions. Uh, uh, Norwegian Airlines isn't terrible. Their food is. But the flight was was pretty good nonstop from uh, JF, from Newark to Rome um, in about eight hours. Like, mm. it, it was smooth. Like, it couldn't have been better. Um, and I've flown to Los Angeles a couple times. Uh, been to Rome before. But, yeah, that was a really quick eight hours. And it doesn't seem that it would be. Um, coming back, about the same. You know, pretty. It's just really damn good flight. And honestly, the flight was four fifty round trip, so Can't definitely. <laughs> wow. Exactly. So that's you know that'll get you there. Um, went to Malta. That was the point of going to Rome, and the people are great, crazy. You know, like old, really old prehistory stuff there. Went to this place that's like a six thousand year old cemetery, um, mm. burial chamber. Um, so that was nuts. And and uh, you know went to a couple other places that were about four to five thousand years old. Um, you know, gelato is insane. You know, it, it was just a really good time. And then flying back to Newark was smooth because, you know, no jet lag, no nothing. Um, actually went, got back to Newark, went to the hotel and went to bed. And then the next day was community day. Right. So Pokemon community day, po- Pokemon. Go right. Community day. Yeah. It, it, the people that know, know, and the people that don't, don't. But, um, <laughs> that's been my statement like all week. <laughs> Right. So, so that was, you know, community day and that was a good time. So yeah, being able to do that, you know, after a, um, uh, a flight from Europe with the time change and all that stuff, it was real smooth. So, um, a good time was had by all. And now my next big trip is going to be to Toronto for SummerSlam. If I don't make it to San Jose for NXT takeover. Yeah. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, uh, be, yeah, definitely a lot to talk about with that as well too. Um, Obviously, the biggest story coming out of this week is the superstar shakeup. Um, but yeah, we got a ton to talk about. Um, and I don't have any notes, so uh, <laughs> hopefully we're not all over the place. But uh, first, first off, will can you bring up what you say you just heard right before we went live tonight? <laughs> our, our breaking news, <laughs> so to speak, or breaking rumors, I guess we should say. Yeah. Since this is uh, it's, it's this is discussion. this is. 
this is ab- absolute speculation and stuff, but this went up in the last hour and is currently up on 411mania.com. There is an article that just went up talking about details on AEW likely having to pay for their TV time in potential Turner deal. So why is that scuttle, news? The scuttlebutt is going around that we might have a time by situation on our hands where yes, they will be on Turner, but AEW will not be getting any money and will in fact actually be putting out money for whatever time they're getting on there. Mm. Stuff may have changed in the last uh, couple weeks, <coughs> apparently. But as I said, this is just this is developing as we speak. I would imagine since this news is out there now, mm-hmm. we're probably going to hear a lot about this in the next 24 hours because now you know damn well people are asking questions now. Yeah. So right. if there's any truth to this, I think we're going to know very quickly. Mm. I don't know. When it comes to AEW right now, like, I'm just not on the wagon. Um, I don't know. Just, I mean, with the, first of all, the, the one thing I want to been, I want to be very adamant about with the TV deal is that, like, it doesn't make or break anything for me because I've, I, I emphasized on this so much. Like, and I think me and Jamal had, like, like a legit hour talk about this. Like, Impact's doing some really good things right now, um, considering the wars for who's going to be number two. Mm-hmm. Um, with, you know, ROH, I'm not going to take Jamal's point, but he pretty much said, what are they doing and what have they done to solidify their stance as being the number two as they should? But Impact's been doing some really good things. I mean, they're on Twitch, which is free, which is the app is everywhere. Your phone, your PlayStation, whatever, your Android TV, it's everywhere. <laughs> And they are legit signing good talent. And people still aren't watching it. So I just don't know what is an AEW deal going to do to say they got a deal. It's not going to make people tune in for. It's not going to make people be more invested as if, like, you can lay Impact roster next to AEW roster. And there can be some arguments made. For sure, the Impact um, uh, knockouts division is absolutely stronger. So, and so I just don't think that the TV deal is going to solidify them as a, as a, you know, a threatening potential company. And yes, it's going to help with their storyline or something, but I don't think it's going to create more viewers. Like it, it's not going to make people to be more invested in them as a brand. Um, so as far as with the news with that, I mean, I guess that's for the people that's ride or die with them. Like, Hey, if they get a deal, then I'm sold on them. Sure. But like, other than that, it doesn't matter to me. I, I've been said that, that their idea, because considering how they create content with uh, being the elite and all the other offsprings to this, why don't they invest in doing something like, uh, why, why, why don't they invest in doing something like, uh, like uh, Lucha Underground and so forth? So. Well, yeah, I think the big, uh, the big yes, thing re- is obviously. Too. They, re- rely too. Rely. <laughs> we are live and yeah we're go. live if you know it doesn't say it, we're live okay all good all good yeah. first time with the with the new fancy setup yeah here. yeah but i think you know the, the big question it comes down to is if they obviously they need to have money coming in other than just these darn ticket sales that they have for these events and these t-shirts that they're selling 
Yeah. And if they're going to, we don't know anything about what a TV deal for them is going to look like. We don't know if they're trying to do live TV every week, if they're trying to do like a, a taping schedule, like an impact or a ring of honor where they tape a whole bunch, you know, of episodes at once and then air them across a month, like an NXT does. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different ways they can go about doing TV. The question becomes, how are they going to pay for it? And then also, if they aren't bringing in any money to pay for it, how long is the Khan family willing to keep that gravy train rolling to finance this thing without money coming in to cover all these costs? Yeah. I think that's a good question. But what you got to think is the Khan family does have a, a lot of money that they're trying to invest in this. But I think it's a... It's nothing that's a, it's a win-win situation for them in a way um, because they're getting all that Jacksonville Jaguars money and their own personal business money. This is like another side investment. Like if somebody owns a home that they want to try to buy another home to see if they can rent it out. And I think this is what the Khan family is trying to do. So I don't think it's a bad risk situation for them. However, they understand that they need to do all they can to make it successful because they don't want to lose or waste money on it. But that is a good question, Will, that you bring up how they want to you know, receive some financing about it or what type of commercials or advertisements will help with promotions, which will help aid that money process. Yeah. Um, getting in there, perfect sale. Okay, so the thing is, I don't really understand why this is news uh, because people buy time on television for a number of reasons. And largely, those reasons aren't disclosed and contracts aren't disclosed, but here we are. As far as AEW goes, do you really think that Turner, which has a deal with the uh, baseball for the playoffs, and I think on Sundays, which has a deal for um, uh, NBA uh, during their season and and marquee games that ESPN don't get, um, they had a deal with uh, the AAF um, that, you know, unfortunately folded recently. Uh, so <laughs> Turner Sports really is the thing. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm low-key pissed about that because it was actually not terrible. I think, I think but, they filed bankrupt, too, as of today, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, they, I mean, they're, they're they, were, they were hemorrhaging money. Uh, that was that was a different problem. But <laughs> but still, um, I like, like sidebar, San Antonio deserves the NFL team. But... I uh, agree. Um... There's no way in the blue hell that you think that Turner is going to just, you know, is going to pay AEW. There's nothing for them to gain in that uh, situation because AEW doesn't exist. It exists only in paper and only in fantasy. But what matches under the AEW banner has to happen? Chicago doesn't count. Right. That wasn't mm-hmm. an AEW show. Right. Um, so we've had a couple of pep rallies. And like and a bunch of YouTube clips. That's not a con that's not a company. Yeah. So until we have our first show, which will be in a month, then we can say that you have a legacy to build on. But if you're but you're there's no way in the hell that anybody's gonna walk into a boardroom in Atlanta and sit down with the head of Turner of Sports or Turner TV and say, Watch me in the elite and give us some money. Right. And, and that's kind of what the further digging I did in the last hour, that's kind of what I'm hearing might be the issue that they had. They were talking to Turner and everything was cool and they were showing all the footage they have and, you know, shopping it around. And as Turner and them started asking more questions, they quickly figured out, hey, wait a second, this big crowd you all drew in Chicago and this big show you did in Chicago, you didn't produce that. ROH produced that and you don't have them with you now. So yeah. you haven't actually produced an event. 
you haven't actually produced a pay-per-view and that might be exactly the turning point that's maybe changed things now as a people have uh, become more familiar with what exactly they're being uh, offered to buy into here. Yeah. But I, don't know, so, I, I, guess so, that, I think so, we're going to know more in the next 24 hours. So yeah. let me ask this then, and just based on how you say that, now, like Jamal said, like everybody's been saying, like everything's on paper right now. Nothing has been produced. So what is the percentage that this may fail before it actually gets started? If we think about, is this a 50-50 shot right now? Is this no, absolutely not. I, I think the fact that it doesn't get off the ground um, and and ex- and explodes before it gets. You know, no, I think that's like it, it's it's a safe bet that AEW okay. will get off the ground. <laughs> will we remember it or give a damn in July? That's the big question. It isn't their first show because their first no. show is going to be hype regardless. All right. But their second, their third, their fourth, and that's into the their TV test. deal. That's going to be the test. That's going to be the benchmark. And you know, getting fifteen thousand people. In a minor league arena in the suburbs of Chicago, well, cool, but that just that just shows you what the state of independent wrestling is versus corporate wrestling. Right. If if Ring of Honor actually tried, they could sell out, you know, a bigger buildings. And honestly, until you know other groups did, uh, they Ring of Honor would still be selling out in like the Showplace Arena, yeah, or a place like that. But they had to step their game up because of NXT. And because of impact, and now they're playing in you know junior college stadiums and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So let's not forget that we were like a year removed from Ring of Honor doing a show in a, in a like a single A minor league baseball stadium in Brooklyn. So <laughs> that that that's where they were a year or so ago in August. So that that's not like and, and Ring of Honor is a corporately controlled company by one of the biggest t- television giants in the country. Um, people sleep on how big Sinclair is. They're everywhere. So with that said, uh, AEW will get off the ground, barring some major you know, bungling of funds. Mm-hmm. But can they sustain it? That's what we don't know yet, and that's what, spec- that's what the corporations don't know yet, and that's right. something that they'll have to go through and prove. Yeah. I think what they'll do is they'll, they'll, they'll will fund their first two or three events themselves. Mm-hmm. And that will create enough equity uh, for, for, so that television partners will listen to them. They can't go to Sinclair because Ring of Honor. They're not going to go to, um, to NBC because WWE or Fox because WWE. Right. So they kind of got to go to either Disney, no, nope. uh, CBS, Viacom, probably not, or Turner, who already has an interest in wrestling and a sports background low-key. What about this? I'm going to throw something else at you. What about Showtime, HBO? If you want to tweeter the lines of that sports entertainment, could they go that route in a way? Hell no. It's funny you mentioned Showtime. Apparently, that's the rumor for the other network that was interested outside of Turner. And obviously, the deal breaker there is premium cable. They want to be somewhere where everybody can see them. But Showtime is who I'm hearing is the other party of interest. And when you think about it, like these premier uh, premium cable channels are going these streaming routes where if you have you cut the cords or whatever and you just buy Showtime or Stars for 10 or 15 bucks a month, it falls in that same avenue. Um, and it also can be shown as a replay value for like their on-demand services. So it can work even though it is costly effective. But I'm just wondering how that could work for this situation. It's about network coverage. That, that's what it is. Because even though WWE is seen in, you know, like two or two or two point three million people 
watch their show, which is a horrendous number, but that's mm-hmm. what it is right now. Mm-hmm. And they're still seen in like 90% of all households in America right. because of their being on basic cable. That number is going to go up to damn near 100% yep. when they go to Fox because right. even if you don't have cable, be damned if you don't have Fox. And if you <laughs> yeah, don't have right. Fox, <laughs> then you, you don't... probably don't have a, a TV. Right. So because of that, it wouldn't be in their best interest of AEW to kind of handcuff themselves behind a paywall, that paywall mm-hmm. being Showtime, in an era where people are cutting the cord at an alarming rate. Now, don't tell me that Showtime Go is a thing, but if, if you're willing to say but but so is everything else. Right. As right. much as I love the WWE Network, but then there's Powerbomb, and there's Fight TV, and then there's, you know, something else, and there's something else, and there's something else. And Showtime? Well, I don't know. Now you're stretching yourself a but that number is very small <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. That's a drop in the bucket. You cannot right. run a wrestling company off wrestling Twitter. That exactly. is for sure. <laughs> well, we just seen one fail because of wrestling Twitter. <laughs> that knife cuts both ways. <laughs> Certainly does. Certainly does. There wrestling Twitter giveth, and wrestling Twitter taketh away. Yep. <laughs> Truth right there. That one is give the gated community. <laughs> The literal one percent. Well, well, ironically enough, uh, Sunday becomes is is it's Easter, and there seems to be a resurrection going on in the area very soon. Guess we'll talk about that later on. But yeah, uh, wrestling Twitter that that's a good one. Um, <laughs> so uh, the superstar shakeup happened this week, which for anybody, Did it? Who, yeah, it, it it happened, and for anybody who just I don't know. This been under a rock. I have no clue what it is. It's just WWE's way of moving people around to um, from the Raw SmackDown brand. Maybe somebody's coming up from two, uh, you know, the option of coming up from two or five live or uh, NXT. So we've seen a lot of that. So anyway, just the results from the shakeup. Um, well, so- let, let, let me ask you this before you start. Mm-hmm. This is just a, a quick question uh, to everyone. Do you think the superstar shakeup should have been the night after WrestleMania? I yes. mean, it basically was. It also was so misleading, too. <laughs> Consider yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, that darn, the week after May, the two shows after Mania were very much just treading water and just nothing happening with them. All but right. then again, I kind of figure, like, they're so darn exhausted from everything that's been going on that weekend that they probably did need that week to kind of just reset and like be like, oh, damn, what are we trying to do now? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Maybe, I don't know. I think maybe because of the first, the week after, um, some contracts were set to expire. So it's either was something about like giving people uh, that contract was going to expire or people that were going to assume release, give them a last showing or whatever. Or ultimately, it could have been one of those type of like, well, we know we're going to get ratings for the, the Raw and SmackDown um, after Mania. So in That's order to what it is. extend the ratings, let's make us. Yep. An event the next week that makes it exciting, you know. You nailed it. You just nailed it. That's so, the deal. Yeah, um, but it's just to go over um, some of the results real quick from it. So for SmackDown, um, you had um, move the 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 superstars that moved to SmackDown was Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, the uh, the IC champion Finn Balor, Elias Bailey, Ember Moon. Kyrie Sane, Laura Sullivan, uh, Buddy Murphy, Liv Morgan, Chad Gable, Apollo Crews, Mickey James, Otis, and Tucker. So, 
Oh, well, I'll, I'll come back to that. Oh, this one, this one's going to get good because <laughs> I forgot that quick. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm about to just derail this whole conversation in a second. But moving to Raw, we have AJ Styles, The Miz, Ricochet, Aleister Black. <sighs> do I have to say don't their say, name? No, please yes. don't. I was about to say, yes, please you don't. Do. No. God you own it. You <laughs> say it you, you with pride. <laughs> no. Nah, never mind. Somebody just, so, somebody just it, issued me a draw a draw too, so I'm just going to just <laughs> go over there. But you may not have heard of these guys, but Eric and Ivar. I've heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good team. It's a good team. Um. Yeah. Um, I've recently drafted from Bush Gardens America, um, Andrade, <laughs> Zelina Vega, uh, Rey Mysterio, Jimmy, and Jay Uso, Naomi, EC3, Lacey Evans, Eric Young, and Cedric Alexander. So, uh, um, you know, I like some of the moves. I get some of the scheming. Uh, at least for the future for some of this stuff. But I, I, I was left with some questions for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I guess notably here, which w- what we can see is that um, Bailey and Sasha seem to be broken up. Carter yep. saying um, got called up. Law Sullivan is going to work both shows apparently because the night before they said he was on Raw, <laughs> but now he's on SmackDown. Apparently he's on SmackDown, it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Buddy Murphy um, called up. Liv Morgan broken from the Riot Squad. Um May may you you guys say a prayer for her because I have no clue where that goes. Chad Gable, maybe <laughs> this is about to be his singles run finally. No, nope. um, Apollo hey, Cruz didn't realize he was still employed. Um, and then uh, for Raw, AJ Styles uh, was the big name moved over. The Miz, which I predicted had to go to Raw. The Miz to. had to be on USA Network in order for him yep. to promote his Miz and Mrs. show. So that was the absolute no brainer. For me, there's no way they was going to have the Miz on SmackDown on Fox talking about a USA Network show. Um, Correct. The Viking Experience. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Our former War Raiders. We almost had the Berserkers, apparently. Can you imagine? We almost had it. <laughs> I just I don't I don't I don't know what to make of that. Uh, I just great wear, name like, a Minnesota Vikings helmet every time I hear that name. <laughs> great name or the greatest name? <laughs> How about neither? I, I go back to this. My my bit after the initial shock wore off Monday night when they came out and it said the Viking experience. <laughs> I will at least give them this when they had the match. Everything else about them was the same. Same look. Same moves, same as far as the gimmick went. The only thing that changed was the name. So, hopefully, yeah, I can learn to live with it. I don't know, but well, they didn't well, totally the change thing. them. They just changed the name. You can, but for people that don't know who they are, until Michael Cole tells them seventy-five damn times during the match that they may have been at NXT once and that they uh, have whatever mythical background that they have, um, the name kind of is that introduction. And if somebody goes, what the hell is the Viking experience? And think it's some kind of like, you know, sideshow or roller coaster ride or 4D, you know, you know, showing, <laughs> that may turn you off. And honestly, I, you know, I don't know why uh, the main roster, they shorten names all the time. But I really, I, I think the Viking experience, if you have to change the name for whatever reason, then cool. But the Viking experience, I think we all can agree. Is the worst possible name that you could probably uh, do. Yeah. And if it's about being PG, 
what the hell are Vikings? Vikings are definitely not PG. Yeah. <laughs> the, I think the big issue it really exposes is that these guys have been down in NXT for at least a year now, if right. not longer. And the issue is like, I, this really, to me, exposes that. It really shows Vince does not watch NXT. Nope. This, issue <laughs> could have been, this issue could have been dealt with ages oh ago. My God. It did not need to be dealt with on Monday. They could have changed it to the Viking experience or whatever, you know, nine months ago if this was the issue. Exactly. But no, you do it on Monday. So Vince got Vince got exposed. Yeah, Vince really don't watch that damn show. He never <laughs> seen none of these people before. But I don't. But I, why, why do you think they really changed the name though? Because I don't buy it that war is too graphic when you have with well, a they're Vikings. So there's that. And also, Kyrie right. Sane uh, just came up to um, either Raw or SmackDown. I forget which one. But um, it's, and she's so a goddamn yeah. pirate. So yeah. the pirate so, experience. Well, oh, I, I love the pirate experience. Well, no. I'll, I'll just tell you the reason why the name changed. Obviously, from my sources, um, I'll oh finish. sources, yeah, my sources, um, it's because Michael Cole was upset that he no longer gets to call the big dog no more, and there's rumors that also Sasha Banks is also going to SmackDown, so he can no longer say it's boss time. So they needed something to get the for Michael Cole to get over, and it was left to the War War Raiders. He didn't like it. And he decided to name them the Viking Experience, and now that's he gets so to put dumb. Them. It may be true. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first I've heard of that version of it. <laughs> the I'm these are from my these are from my sources, uh, and I can tell you that my sources are, are in pre pre K. They're probably in pre K right now, um, and. <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously, I, I dude, I really cannot wrap my head around it. I know that I, first. I'm happy for them, um, as they are the current tag champions. Um, yeah, they still for, have the NXT, NXT tag NXT. title. Yeah, so yeah, it's going to change. Yeah, I'm very curious of they, are they going to go back to NXT as uh, the Viking Experience, or will there just be two hey. iterations of them? They taped last week before Monday happened, and they were on there as the War Raiders. So <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do with that. They're going to do voiceovers or something because they taped new NXT TV for a month after Mania, but before Monday. So yep. there is NXT in the can with the Royal Raiders on it. Absolutely. So then notice for like the ADR when um, uh, uh, Wallow, whoever the hell is uh, calling NXT now, where he goes, oh my God. What a shot from the Viking experience. <laughs> <laughs> For real. For real. It's coming. No, but seriously, though. All right. So I I, I forgot. I can see the chat now of what's going on. You can't on. say seriously and then say the Viking experience are the same thing. <laughs> um, looks like, again, most of the most of the moves look like to keep um, people who are in relationships or uh, whatever. Married, to not get, relationships. Married. Yeah, so yeah. Zelina. Charlotte didn't win that battle. Right. Nope, she lost right, that. Right. So pictures got posted. Uh, we're separating you two immediately. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not sure why, but maybe that could just be a thing because maybe Andrade now it's, actually starts to get a legitimate uh, top tier run that, as everyone like to say, deserves. But, I mean, he obviously has the resume and the, and the talent. So maybe, you know, it was one of those investments to say, like, we're going to make a bigger star of him on the A show, as they call it. Um, but pretty much everybody else went together. I mean, Naomi and uh, <laughs> Naomi and um, the Usos, the Usos. Alina and mm-hmm. Alistair Black. Black. So, yep. But let me uh, ask you, somebody clear this up for me. I, I've heard rumors on one side, heard rumors on another side. 
is Samoa Joe going to be on Raw but just had the flu where they couldn't officially yeah. name him over there? Yeah, so, yeah. you know. He was at sick, this, apparently. At, at yeah. this point now, they just need to just do the shakeup for one more week <laughs> so they can just clear some of this confusion going on. Right. Like, like Eric Young went to Raw, which I guess is an indication that Sanity broke up, but where was, uh, I mean, does that mean that uh, Killian Dane is now going to be what? Because he's n- sort of really never been introduced as a solo person. Um, but, uh, again, I don't know. I just I just feel like there's a lot of questions that this, the shakeup kind of left. That, um, And I think a lot same, of the reasons same why... Same with the Riot Squad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But I think a lot of it is because of the fact of, like, because of what they did all the stuff in the first week where, like, people were just showing up, like, like Drew McIntyre going to SmackDown on the first week was an indication yeah. that you thought he was going to go to the next week, and then he wasn't. You know, yeah, I, I it didn't happen. I don't right. know. Um, but it, I mean, did, uh, of all these moves or anything, were any of these surprising, or did uh, anything that you surprised didn't happen, or so forth, from the results that came out? Or what do you? Well, what do you think? We mentioned we mentioned this earlier too, how the WWE always shortens up names. So the first two names that came up to me was Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy. So uh, understanding we're using 205 Live coming in, but now what are we going to do with these characters? Are we going to shorten them to Cedric and Murphy? Or stop. how are we going to build... I'm serious. How are we going to build these into... To it's it's going to be Sed Murph. Sed Murph? <laughs> I, 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 I like that. I, I, I really do. And, and then the second thing is, you know, even though we're doing all this switcheroo, how are we building up these secondary titles for future matches or future storylines? What are we doing? Or are we going to be really going back and forth like this because it's a perfect mesh to do money in the bank and how we move that up to May? So I'm just wondering what's going to be the next step of all these things. Yeah, it's a simple question, but, you know, what's going to happen from here? Because to me, in my opinion, with SmackDown, you have an abundance of faces now that's, that's top baby faces. Kofi's your champ. You got Roman that's on there that's going to be a top face now unless they do something with him. Of course, you got Finn Balor, who is your secondary champ that's a big face. What are you going to do with all these faces on SmackDown, and who's going to be elevated to get that first uh, feud with Seth? So it's just interesting to see what they're going to do even with all these changes. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this. Is there a chance in hell that they turn Roman heel by having him beat Kofi clean? Um, well, I don't know. He, he did just kind of like lay this man out. I'm not sure if that was a statement of making him a heel. We never know yeah, nowadays. Nah, I, I would think that was more making him a face because with Vince coming out with Elias and Vince was a heel. Oh, yeah. The whole Kofi moment, moment. I don't think that made him a heel at all. Okay. That, that was just more that entertaining. Was, that was to save Roman from getting booed if there was any yes. chance of him getting booed. That they know True. you punch Vince, your you're, people going to love that. You punch <laughs> yeah. a big man. Yeah. Especially so, with his reaction. That, that was that was their little safety uh, net there on him. Right. I can't imagine them having Roman go over Kofi. That I think they know That'd just be would terrible. be a bad move. Got Whoever beats Kofi is going to get heat. So <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hope. I mean, I've been saying it for a while that my I've been thinking all along it's going to be Drew McIntyre that he's going to win the Money in the Bank and he's going to cash in on Kofi and that's how they're going to make him a guy and that if they still want to move him to SmackDown that's how they can move him to SmackDown still, I agree with that's that. still that's still in the mix that's that's been my theory since day 1 I mean the, the worst possible scenario would be if they took that heat and then didn't use it on somebody new like Drew right. to elevate them. I mean, heaven forbid if they just had like Randy Orton beat Kofi and it's nope. just like, they, uh, no, and it's just like you just wasted it. You know what? They got to use that heat of beating Kofi on someone to rise them up to that top level. 
what they should have done is that uh, um, Vince McMahon should have brought Roman Reigns out, and then, then Brock Lesnar should have been the person to come out afterward. Now you, and now as much as people hate Brock Lesnar, <laughs> they need to put the title back on Brock Lesnar right now. Let oh, Brock no. beat Kofi. That would be. It's sponsored by Saudi Arabia, and that would be the craziest thing that would send people into a swirl of like of just pure anger and hatred for WWE. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would book it. So I don't know. Twitter but, wrestling will have their way then too. There you go. Yeah, we have to make sure what, that they're what, all pleased. What things have you? What what are the what what do you think are the bright spots of the shakeup? I'll, I'll tell the, you what the Viking experience. Viking experience. <laughs> I'll tell you what what I what I like the most. The things that jumped out the most to me, I like that they switched AJ and they switched Roman because they've both been on either Raw or SmackDown for ages. I mean, AJ's Agreed. always been a SmackDown guy, so it was like that was an overdue move to get him to a new area. And same thing with Roman. Roman's always been on Raw forever and a day, so it's like both of those were guys where it's like those were easy top guys to move where they just they've been in the same spot forever. The other big thing that stood out to me as as things wrapped up on Tuesday was, my God, the SmackDown's women's division, they got hooked up. They got they, did. A, they got a deep roster. And let me run this down because, of course, you got Becky Lynch with the title. But once you get under Becky, then you got, you got Charlotte right there still. You got the tag champs, Billy Kay and Peyton Hoyce. You got Asuka over there. You got Kyrie Sane. You got Bailey. You got Ember Moon. You got Mickey James. Then you get kind of down to the lower, lower level here. You get Carmella. You got Liv Morgan. You got Sonya Deville, who I think has some upside. Mandy Rose. You got Lana. That is a stacked division, yeah. especially compared to Raw, where it's like they got like, of course, they got Alexa. Nia's hurt. They got Tamina. They'll probably end up with Sasha, I'm guessing, however that all shakes out. It's mm-hmm. like the, the the raw side is like way weak. You feel, how did you not? Women's. How did you not remember the most impor- important person on that roster? And and Dana oh, Brooke. Who am I forgetting? Dana oh, Brooke. How Dana Brooke. <laughs> and Alicia Fox. And Alicia Fox. How can I forget Fox? There's a I'm, uh, there's a lot I'm, of trouble on that on that roster for sure. But I'm saying this now. This is probably the best thing for Mandy Rose. I think she's actually going to win that Women's Money in the Bank, and I know I'm jumping ahead here, that she will have the biggest impact, but I won't be surprised if, just like you mentioned, Will, of how Drew will move over to the SmackDown side if he becomes a winner, I won't be surprised if uh, Mandy Rose actually goes over to the Raw side to do the same thing. Uh, we I know how be... Vince likes them blondes. Wrestling Twitter will tell us that any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I won't be surprised if there's some another uh, form of uh, iteration of the shakeup come like October, November. Oh, they have to right before the uh, nope. the fox the fox starts. Yeah, yeah. Yep. some sort of trade or something. Yeah, so, so, yeah, something to freshen things up just a little more. Uh, well, I mean, SummerSlam like is in August. Yeah, I mean that, that's a that's a good enough time where that will set up what they're going to do for the winter. Yeah. So, do y'all think that there's anybody else that probably should have been called up from any respective brand um, doing the shakeup? Velveteen Dream. Think 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 they're ready on him? I don't yeah. think there's much for him to do in NXT, honestly. But let me ask this, Jamal: What if you think if he was the quote unquote the biggest um, the biggest acquisition in SmackDown history? And what if they brought Velveteen out? How how, how do you think that would have went over? It, it would have been over like a wet fart in church. 
<laughs> that doesn't mean that he's not great, and I think that he would be awesome um, in that in that role. But realistically, nobody knows who the hell he is because NXT doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, NXT is like Spider Man. That's Puerto Rican. We know it's a thing, but do we really count it? <laughs> so I think I would like to see him come up as part of the um, you know superstar shakeup. I think that would be a better spot for him because they can give him his big entrance and. Yeah, you know, he can really, you know, uh, make himself known to the crowd. But like, if La- if Lars Sullivan can make it, then Velveteen should be no problem. Mm. He has like a really good gimmick that I think translates to the main roster. It does absolutely until they get tired of him and then treat him like the Fashion Files. Lars <laughs> <laughs> mm. Sullivan, man, that's going that's going to be a project for sure. Well, good thing for him, you don't have to uh, be uh, shouted out by. Uh, Michael Cole. Snitsky 2.0. <laughs> we'll see, man. I won't, I won't wish that bad on him. Um, so, anyway, anything else in the shakeup? Um, I just wish they just put it back to the draft. I kind of hate the shakeup thing. I just think if you have two GMs, they compete back and forth, and it's their drafting, which we can have trades and everything, which can go through not just on one Monday and Tuesday throughout the year, but if it can go through, like, for example, a whole six-month process, Okay, we're about to do SummerSlam. Let me trade this person for two players. You know, I really wish they would bring that draft back because to me, they had some of the most charismatic uh, and entertaining things that happened in that type of moment when we talk about, you know, Eric Bischoff when he was on against Paul Heyman. I think it could be brought back better in a better way than just having a shakeup where you're just switching people on different sides. Yeah, Yeah, I think they need to actually build to the shakeup or draft or whatever they want to call it instead of just saying, like, hey, it's in a week, y'all. I mean, there's so many. What well, the fact that they really don't have a general manager that actually manages on either Raw or SmackDown is one thing. Because Regal, in his capacity, I mean, he manages. He doesn't do anything other than manage. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want a match, then talk to Regal about it. Um, Stephanie and Shane don't really do that, so there's no real build for the shakeup in a storyline capacity because it doesn't really seem to matter. You know, Miz and uh, Shane got beef. Well, you better not, or you're going to get traded to Raw. You know, it's like stuff like that. Right, right, right. None of that seems to happen, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, surprise. You're, you're Raw. For what? Like, why would, why would you want to do that? Wouldn't that be considered like a demerit to go to the other show if you're touting your show as the best? Yeah. You know, I mean, like, if I got you know, traded to Wendy's and I worked at McDonald's, I'd be like, the fuck? <laughs> you bitches ain't loyal. <laughs> No, it's 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 definitely an issue that they've they've taken away all the like any kind of storyline of why there is the shakeup. They just assume we know, and it's it's just weird that just people just walk out, and here they are. There's no like they were. There's no like they were selected or they were drafted or there was a trade. It's just oh, here's uh, here's uh, Kyrie saying. Yeah, I mean, I was at least at least that's the only person that they did that for. Was because of yeah, Paige. At least, Paige but... at least they had Paige bring her out. Yeah. Yes, but if you get outside of that though, it's like okay. Like, I mean, and you have to end. Like, you know, Vince brought out Roman Reigns, but like, <laughs> like Finn, ba- Finn, Finn Balor shows up as IC champ. He just showed up. Yeah, and it's like okay, yeah. he's here now. You know, yeah. yeah. It does. It just seems kind of weird that all of a sudden it's like, well, you're going to SmackDown, but why? Yeah. What? <laughs> right. Don't you want me? I mean, literally, you're a champion. Right, yeah. And then you show up on SmackDown with, with, like, a big grin on his face, like, hey, guess who's rocking Tuesday nights? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess. Mm. Um, 
one thing I will say, good for Cedric, man. Um, like, oh, yeah. I, I know they always emphasize him being the heart of 205 Live, and that's absolutely true. Um, but it, it definitely it definitely was time for him to do bigger and better things. So, um, good for him. Uh, I expect to see I, I expect to see some quality matches. I mean, you got to think about this now. Cedric and AJ in a match that's going to be pretty damn that's going to be pretty damn good. Um, I mean, that, Cedric and most people in the match, honestly. True, true. Yeah, but yeah, now now we do get to see it on their biggest stage. Now a lot of um, a lot of stuff that you know probably seen in the indies. Obviously, they, they had to they had to have worked in ROH, even though I can't think of it coming to mind. Um, but yeah, good for him because he's 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 world class talent, and um, it was it, I think that was a absolutely good decision for that to be handled that way. I am so. This is what I've been hearing, and you can guys tell me if you heard this too, which I, I kind of don't agree. So, Alexander Wolf, who was part of Sanity, apparently looks like he's leaving WWE, but somebody else was telling me that they feel like he's being, he's going back to NXT, which is, which would be a cool thing, considering that I think he would, he, he could use the singles exposure, um, but it would be the first of his kind for them to have done something like that officially. Um, but there has been no proof besides this letter thanking WWE. So I don't know. Be curious to see what happens with that. Um, and WWE has not made no official announcements about releasing anybody. That includes uh, Luke Harper. That includes uh, Alexander Wolf. And was it anybody else? I don't know. Um, no. But more importantly, too, uh, the Performance Center announced three big signings this week as well. Um and okay, well, one huge signing, one big signing, and another guy. <laughs> no, wait, what? Three, three one people. One huge signing. Yeah, yeah, one huge signing, one big signing, and another guy. One huge signing, one big signing, and then another guy. Okay. Yeah, I, there, there's Kushida, which is a huge deal. Okay. Shane Strickland is a big deal, and there's mm-hmm. the other guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, and of course, the big thing we gotta we gotta make sure we we make a big point of here for people listening. Who was the man on this show? Who was the man on this show who kept talking about Shane Strickland for months now? Yeah, I know. But My boy but Najir here. Yeah, he, that's, he was the one saying he's going. I, I know. He's but going. The you thing about this. The, the thing about it is that it's it was common sense, regardless of how like how much you could or would know about the situation in the first place. It's just common sense, like. If that's a, as Jamal say, a big deal, if AEW or anybody had their hands on that person, they would immediately say, we signed this person. They're not going to wait for, for their event to be like, oh, we have him. Like, we already know once the big free agency, uh, is like the big free agency thing when it came about and everyone's saying who's free, who's a free agent, who's signed. Anybody that AEW got, they announced right away, regardless if it was somebody that you never heard of or somebody that you may have heard of, regardless. But you absolutely know of Shane Strickland. So if there was any chance that they had got that guy, we would have known. So again, if AEW didn't announce that they got a person, the person saying they're a free agent and they're finishing up their indie dates, they're going to WWE. It's, it's, it's absolute common sense. I don't know who's another example as of currently right now because I don't know who's pleading saying they're a free agent, but DJZ... And Shane Strickland, two people, same pattern. And ACH, and same a- deal. Yep. 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 Those were the three. Those yep. were the three that were out there, and we knew they were in play, 
and AEW didn't pick them up. Yeah. And now they all down in Florida. But every that, single one of them. But that brings me to what, what happened on Twitter earlier. Now, the comment Uh-oh. I forgot. Yeah, what, what was the tweet again? Let me find it. Let, let <laughs> me find it. I'm gonna find it. You keep talking. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Apparent, apparent, I will pull it up right now. I want to make sure it's so real for Beto, but you, yeah. And I, matter of fact, I want everybody to, to get a get, get a chime in on this because like it's. <laughs> It's, it's confusing to me a little bit with people, but I'm going back to my day, mentions right if now. If you're a free agent, I mean, excuse me, if you are a wrestler and you have bled for this business for years on in the Indies, going all over the place, doing all types of matches, and your childhood dream was to go to WWE, and you finally got all your chips lined up in one spot, and now you have the opportunity to you you got out of your first quote-unquote deal that you thought was going to take you to the top that didn't work out you finally got opportunity to really lay it out to see where you want to go and now AEW comes about and now they're signing big names giving out big money exclusive contracts whatever it may be on something that looks good on paper vice versa something that is established proven and part of your legacy that you feel may ultimately uh prove you have been made it and solidifying your legacy and going to WWE, is there any absolute chance that you take a bet on what's on paper outside of the what biasly that you've known that you wanted to do your whole life that has proven results and and so forth? I, 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 I don't quite see um, some of the wrestling Twitter's logic with some of the things they say. Now, I know oh, you got it up now. Uh-oh. Two chains. Yep. That's that's Somalian internet. Oh, I, I left out. <laughs> okay, so it was it was coming off of the the announcement of Shane Strickland and uh everybody down at uh Hector Garza Jr. and Koshida and all them down at the performance center. So I just put up that saying, "Hey, Shane Strickland's off the market," and a uh, guy by the name of John Pennebaker, John P D W Y L on the Twitter machine, he replied to the tweet and said, some of these other companies need to start paying wrestlers, getting tired of all these guys sitting on the bench at WWE. Hopefully they won't, but WWE has more talent than they know how to use while refusing to trim the fat. <laughs> um, a, number you, one, you, I was, you have, you want, you have thought. Well, no, number one, I respectfully, okay. um, it's his opinion, and I respectfully acknowledge that. But I wholeheartedly <laughs> okay. disagree. Wholeheartedly disagree. Because I number agree, one, 100%. 100% no disagree. one puts a gun to your head and say, you better go to WWE. Like, you do right. have a, you do make the choice of what you feel is best for you. And I will right. say for a fact of somebody I know that signed, a conversation that I had with this person, considering that this person said they had options on the table, the person yep. even explained to me the money of what one was offering, vice versa, what the other was offering. And the person directly told me, it was like, no, I always want to go to WWE. That's what I want to do. And, you know, I know they're, I, I know for a fact that um, they're proven they're going to be a lo- they're going to be around for a long time. Um, and I know I'm going to have a constant check regardless. And not only just that, that m- myself as a, as a performer, I've been through a lot and it's all about this, uh, you know, me being able to be 
taken care of, getting proper benefits and insurance, to be able to heal up, to be able to train properly in the right circumstances, to be around some of the best people in the world and stuff like that. That's what it that's what it means to me. More of a I I, I don't you know, it's not like um it, it's it's more or less to be in the in, in, in the company of um in the company of again something that is proven that you know there's no big liabilities in going to this. It 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 right. is it is it is a more safe choice, not only for me, but for my family. So and then and then the other intriguing thing about it was that um so the person ultimately went to WWE um and their deal was a certain amount of many year deal for 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 the year's promise. This other promotion um cuz I'm really reading uh, you can read between the lines here. This other promotion said that we would give you this and the option which strikes me is that if you're giving somebody an option nowadays, I know in the NFL, if you get an option, if you get, um, um, excuse me, if you get an option in the NBA, that there's uh-huh. there's there's an agreement between of either in this third or fourth year in this option, you're either going to decline as a player or we're debunking this whole big signing thing of all these people we're bringing in and we're scrapping everybody and starting clean the next, that, 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 that uh, third or fourth year. So the the game plan changes. There's not a hundred percent certainty on what's going to happen in that next year. But with WWE, you know for a fact that they're going to continue to provide wrestling for years and years and years and years and years and now. It's going to always be the machine that can build people, that can sign people, that can get them around world class trainers and uh and and be around you know the proper equipment and and medical staff and so forth. So. It's again. It's it's less liabilities in that, but I think that when if a wrestling promotion's providing optional years, I feel like every people are like scratching their heads. Like if we're around, then possibly. I, I think the man's gotten to him. Huh? <laughs> you th- you think what? Okay, go ahead, go ahead, Jamal. Wrestlers don't have a union, so th- there's that. That's the big difference between. Uh, the major team sports and uh, you know wrestling. Um, there is no union. There's no collective bargaining agreement. There's nobody that's going to lobby you on behalf. Or now you choose to make money. Let's not forget that the system is has been ingrained in us to believe, as fans of wrestling in the U.S., that WWE is the end all be all, right. point blank period. And if you have been a wrestling fan in the U.S. or Canada, um, more than likely. Unless you have been exposed to other avenues of wrestling, um, maybe it was WCW or ECW or the territories, if you're old enough to remember those, where they were a thing, um, it is kind of like, nope, WWE, that's what it is. And now we have a group of kids that are, and it makes me feel old saying this, that John Cena is their introduction to wrestling. Mm -hmm. They are, (laughs) you know, that's what they, they remember as a child. Yeah. And I mean, you know, five, six years old, WrestleMania 2000. Right. That they, you know, that they grew up in the ruthless aggression era, and it sickens me to know that that's what they have to live through, but it is what it is. Yep. So still, now more than ever, especially since the decline of and, and, and demise of WCW and ECW and major competition in WWE, guess what? If you're an up-and-coming wrestler, and we've heard it so many times from many up-and-coming wrestlers on this show, that WWE... Since a child has been 
the end all be all, even if they tried and fail, they got to get there. And I think that's the same thing that's indicative of every other major team sport in, um, in, in, the, in, the, in the country. If you're, yeah, a, I, if you're a soccer player, you need to go to Europe. If you're a hockey player, you come to America. If you're a baseball player, you need to play in the MLB and the NFL and the NBA and so on. So let, let's not pretend that the system and the way it's set up leads people to the WWE unconsciously. I, I agree with that totally. And just to add to that, just to give a specific generic uh, scenario, me growing up as a kid, one of the dreams I had was to get in the NBA. And as I get older, you know, or I got older when I was a kid, you know, you work hard, you play hard, you try to make teams, do all this and do all that. And you always said to yourself, you know, I may not be a star in the NBA, but as long as if I can just get on the bench to wear a jersey just to say I was part of that product, that's what I'm working for. Now, I'm going to try to be the best where I can start and make a lot of money. But the fact is, like you just said, Jamal, and, and you even said it too, too, James, when you get to the point where you want to represent something that was a lifelong goal for you, you want to do everything you can to mark that off. Even with, you know, Cedric Alexander, when we had conversations with him, you know, privately, you can just tell the moment when right before he got signed with WWE, it was just a moment that was just so proud for him, you know, just to be on there. And he even put it in one promo where I forgot if it was in ROH in Baltimore. I think me and you uh, two chains were there at the same time. And he mentioned it in the promo that his grandmother, once again, it was probably a kayfabe promo, but somewhat real, where his grandmother or mother said something about you want to go into the to the WWE. No, that's not going to happen. But that was just something that he strove very, drove very hard for to try to achieve. And when these guys get the moment to get signed by these companies, they're going to try to go for what's WWE or the best because they want to, that means so much to them. So I'm repeating what you guys are saying. But it's the exact same thing, like you said, Jamal, with any type of entity or professional sports that people want to go in, WWE, WWE is looking the same way. Yeah, look, yeah. LeBron James wanted to go to the Lakers. And that, that squad had questionable potential, but it didn't matter because... It had always been something he had wanted to do. He wanted to go right. back and play for his home team. He's done that, accomplished. And the fact that, like, any team would have catered to him, gave him any amount of money, land, islands, or whatever it may be, he wanted to go to the Lakers. So, you know, if that's part of your thing of, like, what you want to grow up and do, then, yeah, fine. But, you know, like, look, maybe this new generation of kids, you're talking about the one that grew up loving, liking John Cena, maybe they, you know, start training. Maybe their goal will to be in AEW or something like that. But for right now, all these guys that's around this, this, um, I, you know, I, we can pretty much say our generation of people that's getting signed and, and, and working the Indies really hard. I mean, it, yep. it's, WWE is their dream. And I, and again, for me, if I was in the business, look, it's the more proven, it's the more proven entity. Even if I went and failed, I did it. Right. Right. <laughs> you right. know, and then I Nobody can really buy it You know? Yeah. We're looking at a startup situation with AEW. We just, you know, we know there's a lot of money behind it and we know some stuff about it, but it's an unproven commodity. And if you're sitting there and you got 10 years on the indies and you're banged up and you got a lot of miles on your body and you're actually in a position after all these years where you have multiple offers on the table from a startup or from WWE where you know at the very least they're not going to be going anywhere. You know yeah. they got money coming in. You know they got the deal with Fox. You know they got the deal with USA. So there's a lot to be said for you know one is very much more of a sure thing compared to the other one on commodity. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. every situation's different for everybody. If you're a younger guy and you're like, you know, someone like a Darby Allen who just got picked up by AEW, that's a young guy who's got, you know, 
he does, he does a rough style, but he's a heck of a lot younger than a guy in his 30s yeah. who's been doing this for years. Yeah. So a lot of it depends on time and place and just where you are and how you're feeling and just, you know, whether you're in a position where you can be, okay, I'll take the gamble on the startup. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. And I'll still be able to hopefully go to WWE later. Or if you're someone who's closer to the end as opposed to the beginning where it's like, I've been doing this for 12 years. I finally got my shot to go. I'm getting paid. You know, it's yeah. like there's, there's everyone's situation is unique. Everyone's yeah. situation is unique. There is no blanket answer to this. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing is, too, um, Antoine said it in the chat. Like, do you want to hustle for the rest of your life? Like, that's that is literally the question. And, right. you know, for a fact of like, you know, something's proven and not even not to mention too, like what other opportunities does WWE provide for you? Um, unlike um, another promotion could. I mean, going there and, you know, people talk a lot about Zack Ryder and um, and Kurt Hawkins not doing anything, hanging out and catering for a while. But while those guys weren't getting featured on TV, they were brand ambassadors for their toy line. We don't know what type of incentives that may provide for them financially. But considering that that's a hobby of theirs that they've always grown up wanting to do and that they're able to be not only the frontal face for the company that they work for, but also do something in the likes of some another hobby that they always like. That's a big thing. Or what about some of these people that's like, well, I kind of wanted to be an actor or actress, but I also wanted to wrestle too. And then, hey, you get an opportunity to be in a WWE films. I mean, I'm sure our truth would never have gotten that deal or that opportunity anywhere else in the world if, if it wasn't for WWE putting together the best one-two punch in him and Trey Songs ever in a movie if it didn't work for WWE. So, you know, it's it's, 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 it's little stuff like that. But to go back to AEW or whatever, well... If the frontal thing is about how much money the cons and them got, what has this proven for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who still gets blackout dates in some of their games? Like, how? Oh, see, he started talking about our truth. <laughs> <laughs> start talking about people's money, and that internet starts cutting out. <laughs> yeah, we're getting getting hacked over here. But My... didn't Tyler Breeze say the same thing though? Didn't Tyler Breeze? I don't know if it was through a comment. What did he say? I don't know if Tyler Breeze made a comment off of on Twitter or some type of video where he mentioned, yeah. Well, I, I forgot where the source was. And, and let me make my little plug right here. Let me shout out um, one person. When I was in California last week, um, I got a chance to be on the set of a show called Family Reunion that's going to be uh, debuting this summer. Very good show. Um, definitely, if you have Netflix, check it out. I want to do that plug for them. But one of the writers of the show, Howard Jordan, who is a huge wrestling fan, me and him had a great conversation about this, and he mentioned this, and I forgot where he got the source from. I don't know if it was from Twitter or if it was from an interview that Tyler Breeze did, but Tyler Breeze had a comment, or somebody made a comment towards him, which was similar to what you were just going to, James, saying like, hey, yeah, I'm in WWE, but I may not be used a lot. I may not be on TV, but understand this. When I cash my check, that check never bounces. So the <laughs> fact that he gets that you know, check every single week, knowing he's on a brand that's stable, and he has a living that he can do for himself. Granted, he does maybe house shows or maybe he does little small interviews and he's not on the main TV. He's stable in a situation where he's happy to do what he needs to do and being developed on a consistent brand. Yeah. But to be fair, I think that's relative, though, because if you are the type of person that says, no, I just want to play in the NBA and then you get drafted to Memphis and well, Memphis isn't a great town. They don't have a great team. But hell, I'm in the NBA. 
And then 10 years later, you know, you, you've just been a Memphis Grizzly all your life. When right. you, do you start at that point to think, well, damn, what if I did go play for a more competitive team? What if I did play in a better city? What if I played in my hometown? Do you have those regrets? Because it seems like, and again, being relative, um, you know, Bailey seems to be going along just fine, whereas there's this rumor about what Sasha Banks is doing. We've talked about in the past that, you know, even though AEW is just, you know, elephant in the room, realistically, the Usos can leave if they want and go wherever they damn well please because they've earned the clout to do so. But then again, other tag teams in WWE that may have been here longer have not. I don't think Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins can like you know, kick in Vince's door or demand them cash. And he'd be like, well, New Japan is hiring. Good luck, bro. You know, <laughs> let it, they let can't it, do that. They don't have that name. Let, true. It, let it be noted that the Usos had an opportunity to leave and all that hot talking about how they're the best in the world and they could have went anywhere and done it. They signed right back on that dotted line, back sure with WWE. Did. So, sure um, But to be fair, the, the, I mean, the Usos have the best of both worlds where they are revered and used in a way that that people would generally agree that we're enjoying. Uh, mm-hmm. So the biggest thing that we talk about NXT isn't who should be called up. Is It's, it's more of who's going to be used correctly after they're called up. Exactly. We're generally scared that people are going to get called up either not too soon or not at all, but just wrong, as we've seen from the Viking experience. So <laughs> that, There's nothing wrong about I, that. My ass it ain't. But the bottom line is, <laughs> you know, you can, you, if you choose to be, um, you know, happy to be there and, and Titus O'Neil the situation and be like, hey, I look good in the suit, my check's cash, and that's fine. Okay, cool. If you want to be a champion and you're Titus O'Neil, nah, bro, it's not going to happen to WWE unless you make up, like, your own championship, like Zack Ryder did, literally. Um so that it just depends on what you want to do and where your happiness lies. And Sasha Banks, if that if those words were true for what she uh, you know sent out, then she may not be happy because of what's happening right now. Though she is arguably on top or at the top. Mm. Sasha Banks don't have far, far to climb to the top, and I think everybody can generally agree on that. Yet here we are. Yeah. Yep. I'm surprised I ain't saying nothing about Sasha today because I'm I'm definitely sick of that situation. But uh, yeah, I mean it is kind of like a should get off the pot kind of a thing. But you know, I can understand. I um, Sasha, Sasha Banks is like Carl Malone in her in her last year. What? Like <laughs> she's done everything that she needed to do. If you and if you're saying that Sasha Banks ain't a Hall of Famer, change my mind. But realistically. She wants to go out like on top, like, leg- like completely legitimize herself as a Hall of Famer, one of the best in the world, you know, in that conversation. And if honestly, if Paige and Emma had continued what their NXT run was and then transitioned to the main roster, they would be in that conversation. If Natty Neidhart were used better, she'd be in the conversation, but it is what it is. With that said, I think that Sasha has earned a little bit more respect than she's given. And now that she's kind of been out of the limelight, you know, uh, used eh, poorly with the flip-flopping between the belts with her and Charlotte last year, or a couple years ago. Um, and now, you know, her on and again, off again, you know, bratty feud with Bailey. It's not been that great, even though those matches were at the top of the women's division. So, here we are, 
And you're kind of like, what more does Sasha Banks have to do? And then she gets the women's uh, tag team belt for the first time in ever, I think. And then they're like, well, you're going to lose to Billy Clay. What? Yeah. I'd be pissed too. I mean, but why would she be pissed? I mean, again, she's she's been given every opportunity for every title to. Because you're trying to legitimize this. Um, you're trying to legitimize the title, and you're going to give it to Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. I mean, we again. You 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 were you were the first to have the title. You got the whole story about how this is something you guys always wanted to do. Blah 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 blah. And it's not like they took the titles from them and then. They kept them together, and then they're just jobbing now. They separated them. So why she's complaining about ever that? Maybe she's online back for another singles run. I mean, do you think that they separated them because she's uh, complaining? Because you know her losing the titles to, or you know, the Iconics is not like the play. I, the, the, her, the her losing to the Iconics is is not the is not the big deal. It's the fact of what goes on for her after this. You done got you yeah. done had the tag titles. What's next for you? Now, again, she if she's still on Raw, then you look at that division that puts her within the one or that puts her into the two or the third spot for um in in the in the top tier of the women's division. I mean, Ronda's gonna be gone for a little bit, but yeah. outside of Alessa Bliss, who obviously always gets the opportunity, Sasha has to be right there. So you're going to yeah, be I mean, not a lot of, there is not a lot of work rate on the raw side. And I, I said this earlier today and it got a big reaction. And the more I think about it, the more I love it. I don't know if they have this planned, but it's right there for the taking in front of them. And if they broke up the team with the idea that they needed those, what could be, I don't know for sure, but what it could be is that they were looking at the, the roster and been like, look, after WrestleMania, we really need Sasha and Bailey as separate entities to do stuff with, as opposed to as a team. It might, it might just be that simple. If they want to do it, it's right in front of them. Next month, money in the bank. Her name is right there in the name of the pay-per-view. You give Sasha the briefcase mm. and play into this, play into this whole deal. I would keep her off TV till money in the bank and have her win the thing and make the story that Sasha feels passed over. Sasha has a chip on her shoulder, and now she's got the briefcase. Man. And what's she going to do? And you know what? It does rise itself because this has always been my problem with her gimmick. Uh, Sasha <laughs> Sasha Banks, the boss, doesn't do ball stains. But yeah. having that briefcase definitely and puts you... the boss. It, it, puts you, it puts you in... It puts you in the discussion of doing ball stains where you can cash in whenever you want. Or you can come after that title whenever you want. Like that's the leverage that 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 gimmick yeah. needs. I, it's brilliant to me. But again, yeah, but again, the here's the thing. Here's the like, thing. We're, we're we're talking about her in these assets because that's who she's always been. She's always been somebody in question and being in the top tier. We're not talking but, about this know. like it's Dana Brooke who like comes out and says like she's tired of being who she's tired of being looked over. And then she disappears again. Like this is not like it's it's a real thing. She Sasha is it's considered considered in your top tier. So like there's I no agree, reason for her to be I, mad. I, I agree with everything that you're saying, and you're putting up a great storyline. But to me, this seems so much of what CM Punk went through. We could easily say that CM Punk was in the top two or three two or three tier, multiple time money in the bank winner, multiple time world champion before he got the WWE title. But once again, even though she's saying all this now, similar to what he's doing, 
if it's not executed in the way where she becomes that main event person, which that was the biggest gripe about CM Punk. He was not the main event person. It was always John Cena. It was always a Miz. It was always Triple H, somebody before him. Sasha is saying the same thing. And I'm with Jamal on this side. We have, I'm looking at it from Sasha's perspective. Yes, she's got a chance to have the title. Yes, she was the first person to have the tag titles. But she never was the number one woman mentioned in this company. And even if you give her this money in the bank push, even if you give her the title that way, I bet you they will book it just like they did with CM Punk, where she would never have that moment where she was the best woman on that roster at that time. Because, look, Ronda went over her two years ago. Now this year was Becky. It was Charlotte when they had that triple threat match in 32. Sasha has never had that moment where she was the top woman, and that's where she's feeling that perspective. But once not again, just I, NXT. Say it again. I mean, honestly, not just NXT. Right, exactly, exactly. Agree. And that's her biggest gripe. I agree with, you know, Jamal 100% on this. But once again, I see what you guys are saying, Will and Two James, but the fact is the moment that, that really that Sasha's feeling is that she is not the number one woman in that in that roster, whether it's I Raw mean, or SmackDown, where she feels like she's deserved that chance and opportunity, just like CM Punk went through when he did the same thing. I, I understand if she feels that way, and that's obviously something that should be self-motivated, but to create um, any type of bad stigma around that of your displeasure is absolute bullshit to me. Again. But how, how is it bad stigma to like have like a justifiable criticism of your of the perception of your, your future? Right. I mean, if because she if you know that she, she works at a job, go ahead. Because she feels she should be the top person, and if she feels that certain way, then she needs to go out there and do it. I mean, again, Becky Lynch probably. Wait, 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 we, wait, we, do, do you suggest that Sasha Banks should grab the brass ring? It, look, <laughs> look, Becky Lynch, circumstantially, getting tongue tied. Be- Becky Lynch took this, took her opportunity, and went with it, and it elevated her. It was she. She. We always. Becky Lynch didn't take anything. She, she got punched it, it, in the face by Nia Jax, and, and that got her over. No, yeah, yeah, but it's just, no, 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 no. Again, her social media. Her social media. Match in Survivor Series, and that was it. Her social media work. Her backstage. That came later, though. No, it came immediately because once she got once that happened with the invasion thing, then she was going to be on the sideline. So. At, at at that point, she had to do nothing but do the backstage promo, the little documentary that she kind of put out, a, a vlog, we'll call it, and all the social media work. I mean, that's taking an opportunity and, and running with it. Even Nia Jack got some wind out of it because she looked at it and she went with it. So at the same time, it's not just what you do on TV nowadays. Your social media can be used to help elevate it. Don't use it to create a bad aurora around you. And Don't you think that that's a, a bit of a problem, though, is that they have to rely on Twitter and Instagram to get themselves over yeah, instead of a team of goddamn writers from the, that's backstage? Yeah, but, but see, that's the, that's the opportunity that you got to do. Hell, Velveteen Dream, with his shenanigans at WrestleMania, got him a match with Bloody, uh, Buddy Murphy, and I think that was hella cool. Again, if this is creative saying, yeah, go with it, like, I mean, like, to initiate it, or, or, or if they're creative at the end, it's like, oh, we'll go with that. Either way, it's proven results. And I just think now, I just think that besides what all of Sasha's accolades that she's done and, you know, how she feels she should be the top person, it's more to it nowadays than just, you know, your self-belief. You actually have to you have to provide and use the and, and use the universe 
in in all aspects. And I just think it's BS that she would get mad that she's not the top person when I get I get it. Ronda comes in, but she's a big name. There's nothing she's ever going to be able to do with that. But you have to take your opportunities and use it, and 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 then you know keep continuously trying to elevate. It. And again, she was the inaugural tag champions. That's a huge thing. That's forever going to be mm, in history. Is is, is it? Is though? it? Yes. I mean, like considering who's the first intercontinental champion. Okay. Thank. Thanks. Right. That's my point. I mean, but at the same time. <laughs> At the same, at the same time, we're always going to remember for this era right now. It yeah, is no, Pat I know Patterson. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, but, who was the first Universal? I'm just kidding. Champion? Yeah, well, I mean, again, stuff like that we would know because it just happened, and and while it's still recent right now, it's still a big thing. It will only come up when you talk about the Hall of Fame. That will only reason why it will come up because nobody will reference that, you know, routinely or need to re- reference that routinely. Uh, but like, I mean, I'm, like I said, I understand where you're coming from. But think about this. If you think about Sasha's career, what has she not done that, that the company has asked for or that she has done on her own? What has she not done to not deserve this moment? What has CM Punk not done to deserve this moment? Well, but Sasha, once the Sasha, Sasha in, needs to clean up her work in the ring, if you ask me. It's not perfect, but whose work is perfect, though? Charlotte's. Bullshit. Throw your whole phone in the trash. Charlotte. I, I no, gotta find no me way. a bad gotta find me a bad match. Gotta find me a oh, bad no. match. But find, it takes two to tango on those matches though. Yeah, two to tango. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But you're gonna have to find me a bad match where she was pr- primarily the reason why the match was bad. I, I'd say Oscar over Charlotte. What does that have Oscar. more cleaner matches? <laughs> yeah, Oscar's the cleaner wrestling than Charlotte. And I, I mean like I, and prove me wrong. I would I would agree with that too. That's okay. fine. Okay. But Sasha's but not then, in this conversation. Matter of fact, let's just let's just be honest now. The four horsewoman, who's the who's the worst of the four? Bailey. I would say Bailey as well. Who's number three? I I, I why y'all why y'all thinking so hard? I mean, like literally, you got <laughs> Why y'all thinking so hard? Who's no, number three? When you say hold on, are you saying wrestler or overall character? No, wrestler. That's all I'm talking about. No, wrestler. I, say, I said the rework. I would say Becky Lynch is number three. Is I would say Becky Lynch is number three. Becky doesn't have the cleanest matches. Yeah, you you you, you buy your own or no, no. I mean, no, I, no, I would no, still sorry. take Becky number one, <laughs> but I would I would definitely flip um, a coin between Sasha and uh, and uh, Charlotte. <laughs> I think the bigger thing in my mind is once you get to I think once you get past Bailey, if we're just talking Charlotte, Sasha, and uh, Becky, I don't think there's a lot of space between them. There's not like drastic. It's not. As far as in ring, I think they're all very competent. Hence, why all three of them had that first main event in thirty-two. Oh, not main event per se, but I just, I just, I just always recall uh, Sasha doing out of the ring antics and completely contorting her body and cringing numerous times, like, "Oh God, I hope she's okay." Um, So, look, we can talk about that for, for for. hours about it again she's had every opportunity and to have an opportunity is still a good thing she could she could be natty just putting people over for the last three years or she could be dana brooke i guess that's i guess that's all i can say about that (laughs) let me ask let me let me ask this not you let me ask this okay and i'm I'm gonna go back because it's a direct comparison in my opinion i may be wrong with this to cm punk does CM Punk deserve to main event at WrestleMania at any time of his career? 
Yes. So why didn't it happen? Because there was just always a bigger star. So this is could you say the same thing about Sasha? Did she does she deserve the main the main event one? I mean, it's not, it's not even, it's not even, it's not even, it's not even in comparison because the women only have ever been able to main event it one time. Now, no, 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 I understand that. No, I understand it. But think of where the woman had the biggest main event draw. Okay. So you had, but but she's been, she's been featured heavily at every WrestleMania. Has she though? Yes. Title matches or. Yeah, every match has been titled. She's got special interests, so like she's been heavily featured. She's never been like a, well, don't know what we're gonna do with her this year. Put her in a bat. Matter of fact, has she been in the battle royal? <laughs> Hadn't been on the pre-show. Yeah, has she? <laughs> has she? Has no. she? No, she hasn't. But so, she hasn't. But once again, that same direct comparison goes to CM Punk. CM now, Punk's had a special entrant. CM Punk's had so, some great moments where he's been featured. He even faced The Undertaker. So once again, it, it, it kind of applies in the same direction. Once again, on a male's perspective, and female is going to be different of type of levels. But when we think about the WrestleMania moments, you got to think about the match at 32. You got to think about the match that happened last year. And then you got to think about other aspects like the Women's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, look, she's had WrestleMania moments. Featured. Featured, she's but had not Russell, the main she's person. had WrestleMania moments. I mean that that trios match in Dallas was arguably one of the best matches, not only of that night but of that year. So right. she's she's definitely right. been featured again. She was the tag champion going into this WrestleMania, which is a, still a big deal because when you think about the press and publicity tour, you got to carry that belt around the entire lead up for it. It was a big thing. It was it was a, it was a it was a heavily featured match. And then it's a feature match, but in comparison to the main event that took place, it did not feature her. You know, speaking of Oscar here, like why she, why, why Sasha's crying about this and that. What about Oscar? Who, who, who? At some point, they were looking for a match for her for WrestleMania. Then it was like, you know what? Never mind. We'll take that belt, and then we'll put you in this battle royal. Cool. Oh, and also we got your new tag partner afterwards. So that singles run. We'll put that on hold for right now. So technically, she already had it. If you want to say that, she already had the singles one as a champion. I'm just saying. So, so you, when you talk about how how different or worse your situation could be, Sasha doesn't have an argument because now that she's single again, now this puts her again in the opportunity to be in contention for the championship. And 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 we're booking for Money in the Bank. It's just, I mean, it just it's, makes it's brilliant. so much sense. Put it this brilliant. way too. If Becky and um, Lacey Evans are your featured few going into it, that automatically puts Lacey Evans out of that Money in the Bank map. Which, when Correct. you think about that, when you think about now the uh, the people that's going to be in it, Sasha's a no brainer person, not only to be in it, but almost a a very solid win considering mm-hmm. the other the other people at hand. So, I, I would agree with that totally. Yep. So, I don't well, know. I think overall we just have to see what she does. Yeah. Right. Right. She should just go to, a- to go to AEW. We'll, we'll know within a month. Money a- in the banks in a month. This is gonna, this is going to play out pretty quickly. AEW. We'll know soon enough. AEW. <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's what everybody wanted to hear. Sasha to AEW. So all that for nothing. AEW. That's mm-hmm. what y'all want. There we go. Sasha. <laughs> Sasha Banks versus uh uh versus uh Britt Baker. Main, oh, main event. Sign oh, me up. Oh boy, 
<laughs> Matter of fact, Sasha Banks versus. No, not- remember, she's got she's got to have a new name, so she's gonna be like Mercedes ATM or something. Right, the right. banks. <laughs> the, bank the, the banks experience. The bank statement <laughs> will be her name. <laughs> you know. All right, that's it. Y'all got anything y'all want, else y'all want to talk yeah. about? Okay, so there are a couple of things in the news real quick that, that I'm just going to touch on. Uh, number one, uh, Kim Anderson, uh, Mr. Kennedy. Um, Kennedy! Uh, yep, that, that's why I did this. Kennedy! Um, apparently, yeah, he has a wrestling school, and though that's cool for him, he kind of wants, wants to work with AEW. Um, so that's... No, I don't, I don't see it happening. But um, Good for him, because uh, that's smart. That's good smart. for him. Yeah, um, I like it. May Who's in 6th. that school, by the way? I have never heard that? nobody say they came out Silly of... Silly Sellers. I have never heard nobody say they came out of his school. That is... I'm I gotta look to that up. School. I don't think I've heard it. anybody I'm, say they they graduated from school. Anyway, keep going. That is just... Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Havoc, his final match in progress will be May 6th at Super Strong Style 16 in London. So that's going to be a hell of a show, as we know that Jimmy Havoc... Uh, moving on to bigger and better things AEW. on this side of the ocean. AEW. <laughs> you know, of course, Fox. all roads lead to AEW. Yep. Um, and lastly, um, if you check his Twitter, uh, there's a link to his GoFundMe. Apparently, his mom's house burned down. Uh, the, the inhabitants oh, uh, Ricochet. Yeah. But um, if you want to help out Ricochet, who donated two grand to the effort, um, and you know a couple other NXT stars, you know, donated, shipped it for a bit, and you can too. Um, if his go a link to his GoFundMe is on Ricochet's Twitter at King Ricochet, yeah. um, the the pictures of the house are absolutely yeah. uh, fucking devastating. And you know, luckily everybody's okay. But after looking at this charred remains of their home, yeah, is um, is is a horrible, horrible thing. So, what was the location of it? Uh, where the house was? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say, but okay. that's probably for the best. Because you know it's a famous guy's family. Yeah, I, but, get, it, I um, get it. I get it. I mean, we I know where you're from, and we can assume. But the long and short of it is, is that if you want to make a donation on the, on the GoFundMe uh, you know, side of it, uh, go ahead and do that through Rick Cachet's tweet. The tweet was from all uh, April 17th, which was yesterday morning. So yeah. you, you, you uh, know, go out and you know, help the brother out. You know what's funny about? Oh, not funny, but uh, what's um what's what's interesting about your question about where is it at? Because the first time when I when I seen the um, GoFundMe yesterday, I was like, "Is this in Maryland?" Because there was a bunch of house fires around this area all of a sudden, and I thought, "Right, right, right." I, I was thinking that's like, "Yeah," I was I was definitely thinking the exact same thing. I was just like, "That's like, right. you know." But they're they're more common than we realize. So, um, yeah, yeah people stop donating to the brand uh, from Game of Thrones. Uh, build him a rent fund and go uh, do something for a good cause. I mean. I'm pretty sure a lot of wrestling fans are Game of Thrones fans and vice versa. Why you donating to some fictional thing where you could possibly be helping somebody, you know, that really means something. You know what I mean? Um, yep. So, uh, but yeah, nice little show tonight. A little bit, little bit longer than usual. We did about an hour 30, but we got some good points out. Point of, point of the matter is the Superstar Shake-Up happened. Uh, we got the Viking experience out of it. Um, <laughs> and um, oh, quick question about that. Let me ask you this, this quick, and I know it's probably an easy answer. Um, but does what you call it join um, the Viking experience because that's her husband? I uh, can't think of her name right now. Um, Sarah oh, Logan. Sarah Logan. Oh, yeah. maybe. Oh, I didn't think of that. 
it, it depends. It, I mean, for all we know, for all we know, her and Ruby Riot are still the Riot Squad. I mean, yeah. we have no idea. They haven't or, done anything with any of them. Or they do yet. put her in that stable, and and maybe that is probably why they can, can maybe a new name. And now R- Ruby Riot gets a singles run. And considering Ruby yeah. Riot being on Raw and her talent, right? That that's an interesting person that could be shot up to the top tier. Um, yeah, so again, absolutely. Sasha's complaining. Look at Ruby Riot, who who gets out there and gets oh, jobbed right? left and right. Yeah. See, he's talking about Sasha, and the next thing you know, quit while he's ahead. I didn't. I didn't freeze. I just stood there because I just. Oh, I might lost I just, totally now. Yeah. See, that's, that's what happens. We 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 bite the hand. Are you serious? Because I can't keep myself moving. <laughs> right. Okay, whatever. All right, let's. <laughs> we'll see you next week, folks. <laughs> <laughs>